0: Here we are. Well, hello, everybody. It's Sinister My name is Jordan. (laughs) That was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) My name name is Brooke. Welcome back to our True Crime and Paranormal Podcast. As you know, we talk about gruesome murders and some spooky shit. Spooky shit. Let's start. Oh, my God. Let's get started, you spooky bitches. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, here we're going to talk about some spooky stories we found on Reddit. Also, just a disclaimer, I'm in a really bad area. That's why it's very laggy. And it might sound like shit. Yes. You suck. I am very sorry. I'm in a cabin in the woods. So if I get murdered. We know where. (laughs) Yeah. Or do you? I actually don't know where you are. So that'd be probably really bad. (laughs) Yeah. I just know you're in a certain city in a certain state. But that's all. I'm in Texas. And that's... (laughs) all i'm gonna say (laughs) (laughs) wait because the texas chainsaw mask here is gonna come out right behind you thank you for that i will lock (laughs) them are you gonna lock them now (laughs) they're already locked they have like this automatic ring lock thing i'm secure already prepared i'm ready for the purge oh my gosh have you seen the new one that's coming out no they're making another one dude yeah, it's Purge forever. I <laughs> actually those movies are, like freak me out, kind of. Yeah, so I'd rather like the the Purge creeps me out more than like the Conjuring creeps me out. Really? Nah, I'm stay yeah. around over here <laughs> listening to freaking worship music, getting ready by myself. Oh, oh my gosh, that kind of makes it worse for me though. Why? I don't know. That just Sometimes worship music scares me. <laughs> really? Uh no, I'm talking about like like the, the ones I sing at church. Where you're like getting into it. what's <laughs> oh, not like a little girl singing Hey had a no. little no, I'm in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, all right, fine. I'm watching ice Harley sorry, though. though. That's kinda helping. Oh that's good. Okay. I was talking about that with Carly the other day and Clayton's like, I loved that show. I'm like, you're so old. Fair. How do you remember that show? And then he, Now he can watch the new one. Yeah, for real. Okay. Well, I guess I'll start and it's probably going to scare you, so enjoy. Okay. What kind of story is it? <laughs> it's a demon story. <laughs> no! Should I sit outside? <laughs> I don't know. Wherever you get the best service, I guess. <laughs> Fuck. Um, do you want to move or do you... Looking out at my car. Okay. Just remember, if you need to leave, your car's right there. <laughs> oh, my keys are... Oh, I see them. All right, you're ready to go. Go ahead. So this this story is from a Reddit person by the name Everlander... Ervan er- Lurpton. <laughs> Irvin Lerpton? Irvin Lerpton. Irvin Lerpton. even Lerpton. <laughs> so this is called My Girlfriend Talks in Her Sleep. Wait. Is this one that you're Do talking Do we have about? the same story? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I told Grant to read it and he said it was weird. Okay. So we like weird. Go ahead <clears throat> with your spooky story. Okay. My Girlfriend Talks in Her Sleep. At first, it was cute and hilarious to her. Tell her what she said. It was harmless nonsense. The sky is folding, or we need to raise the ground. We talked the next day about it, and she remembered her dream, but she never did. Okay, this is weird because I'm alone, and I just feel like I'm reading to myself out loud. (laughs) A scary (laughs) story. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to go sit Um. in my car. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I just want you to know I'm. I'm sitting, like, less than two feet away from the Wi-Fi router, and it's still shit. That's so annoying. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. Like, it's just mocking me. Oh, you sound better there. <laughs> Maybe you can hear <laughs> me. <laughs> All right, resume. I wish I knew she meant by what she meant by, we need to raise the ground. Some contact. Ugh, why am I messing up? I'm already messing up. This is not good. You got it. Some context. Our nightly routine is for us to start out cuddling and then give up once it gets too hot. Then we're usually both on our sides back to per back. You. She would fall asleep before I do. What? I said per usual. That's how it goes. Yeah. Per usual. She would fall asleep before I do, and so I would hear the full range of her nightly musing. Musing. Musings. God damn. <laughs> Honestly, at first, I was eager to hear what she said. It was also... Always funny. Oh my god. I did reevaluate my life. Holy <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. Ooh. Smack Alrighty. yourself in the face. Let's get it going. I just did. Alrighty. <laughs> Honestly, at first I was eager to hear what she's she said. It was always funny to tell her and our friends what she would say while deep in the throes of REM. But now I'm done. I'd prefer she not talk anymore. How am I going to sleep after what happened last night? Dude, are you ready for this? People people talking in their sleep scares me in general. Yeah, same. Clayton's never talked in his sleep ever, like, in the four years we've been dating. And he did, like, a couple weeks ago. It scared the fuck out of me. I woke him up. I'm like, sorry. (laughs) Dude, "Dude, oh my gosh. You know what? (laughs) Do you know what tied us? Holy shit when i like <laughs> this happened last night okay. but um i will like he snores so like i'm like awake you know and like he wakes me up because he's snoring so fucking loud
1: and yeah. so i nudge Wait, him too?
0: and some- I do sometimes too. Get, i get like i get so annoyed that i hold his nose like, I get plug his nose till he wakes up <clears throat> oh you're mean <laughs> and- what the fuck <laughs> it's not like i'm suffocating him <laughs> But like, jeez. But last night I nudged him and he literally like, Mm -hmm. he he shot up out of bed and he pushed me. And I was like, what the fuck? And he was like looking around the room like someone's (laughs) about to attack him. I'm like, what the fuck? What is going on? I literally said, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, oh my god. And then he went right back to (laughs) sleep. I'm like, dude, did you just... Like, did he even wake up, or, like, did he say anything back to you? No, he's just looking around. Like, he's looking for someone. (laughs) I'm like, who the fuck are you looking at? Go back to sleep. He does that, like, a little bit, like, he'll just get startled, but this time it was, like, to the extreme. I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) Who are you, like, are you in, like, a scary movie? Oh my god. (laughs) Like, dude. Like, in his dream, he's in a scary Yeah, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Anyways. Continue. <laughs> Anyways, continuing. Last night, around 11 p.m., she was asleep and I was still up reading. Back to back, I hear her murmur. Mur- 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 mumble. <laughs> I hear her mumble something. Murmur. <laughs> I hear her mumble something under her breath. I couldn't quite make out what she said, but I lean over from my book to peek at her face, and she's sleeping soundly. I return to my book, get absorbed back into its pages. At some point, I fall asleep. Next time, next thing I know, I'm woken up by my girlfriend taking a full, taking at full volume, talking. Oh, talking at full volume. God damn. (laughs) I open my eyes, and at some point in the night, both of us have turned to lay face to face. My Ew, girlfriend's no. eyes are wide open. She is staring oh. right at me, mere inches from my face. But her eyes are Ew. vacuous, Vascious? Vacus? Va- Vacus? V-A-C-U-O-U-S. Vascious? Vascious? Like she know. is looking through me. Anyways, they're not there pretty much. Yeah. She. These eyes, man, it was like she was straining to widen them as much as possible. Those are the eyes I fell in love with and right now they are scaring the absolute <laughs> piss out of me. That's kind <laughs> of so funny. My heart rate skyrockets and cockful, full. <laughs> cock full. <laughs> What? Oh my god. My heart rate skyrockets and chock full of an- adrenaline I throw. Off the covers and jump out of the bed. Mm. Looking at her, her eyes follow me like a painting, oh. but her body oh. stays still. Ew For one second I decide that my book light was keeping her awake and wake and what she had said was can you please turn that off? What? Now out of bed and now <laughs> now out of bed and looking at her, she's I'm not open. Right. Her I'm body going hasn't moved. Are you really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Alrighty. Can you still I can. Okay. Awesome. Continue. Um, her body hasn't moved, but her eyes dart from looking at me to looking around the room. I dare to ask her, are you all right? No response. Those eyes look at me when I speak, though. They are now deadlocked looking right into my eyes. Her breath hasn't changed. That is a, sleeping, a sleep breathing for sure. That's when, while looking right at me, she says in a too deep voice, come back to bed dearie no thank you my girlfriend has never called me B- dearie <laughs> Fuck. my girlfriend has never called me dearie before we have pet names for sure but they range for pumpkin baby and cupcake Deary sounds like something my grandmother would call me i decide i'll get more information before i climb back into bed with a potentially possessed girlfriend are you awake sweetie no response The eyes dart from me to the wall to the door and the ceiling. I'm about to nope the fuck out of the room (laughs) when I added the fuck in there. So just FYI. Yeah. I'm about to nope out of the room when her eyes, sorry, when her wide open eyes roll to the back of her head. The whites (gasps) of those eyes stand out in the dim radiance of the book light. No pupils in sight. She insists, of course I'm awake. Come back to bed. What the, uh, With, this, uh, with the tap of the fingers on the comforter, look at her fingers now. I'm starting to come around. Her looking at her fingers now. I'm starting to come around. She's mm. she's never sleepwalked before. <laughs> Surely she is awake now if she's moving her hands. But looking at her fingers is but not... her eyes are still so white. Yeah, but her but looking what? at her fingers, it is though she is pretending to have control. They are all going in different directions. One finger pointing straight out, and the others to the side. Those hands are not my girlfriend's hands. Uh, they are simultaneously, simultaneously... or What the fuck? I totally messed up that simultaneously. word. Yeah, it's not even that word, though. They are simulating... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they are simulating normal movement as best as they can, though. I say, I'm going to get a drink of water, baby. Be right back. Can I get you anything? Fully planning to run out of the house the moment I'm over the threshold. But my normal, agreeable, and sweet girlfriend decides I'm not allowed to leave the room. As serious as cancer, she says in that too deep, horror voice, take one step out of the door and I will rip your throat and shit down your neck. Ew. Yeah, shocked by, shocked but understanding the importance of not letting this beast know I'm in trouble, I reply, as interesting as a proposition as this is, I think I'm going to. (laughs) <laughs> and thinking quickly i grab my water bottle from the nightstand this doesn't please my girlfriend and as she decides to start screaming and fingering her way towards me it is as super <clears throat> sorry it is a supernatural scream so high-pitched and birdlike. i feel as though my neighbor's three houses down were going to ask us if they heard that last night as fast as i can muster i s- unscrew the lid and douse her in water Like I knew what I was doing. Her eyes closed. Her garbled appendages normal, and she is back asleep.
1: I'm going to sleep.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What the fucking fuck? If I if I'd be like, um, we're getting a divorce. (laughs) Right. I'm going to sleep on the couch for a while, maybe forever. She'll understand when she awakes. (laughs) No. That's so fucking creepy. What if she's like the next morning? How'd you sleep, honey? Oh am right? What? You don't remember? <laughs> you don't remember, bitch? <laughs> like, what the fuck? My <laughs> hands tremble over the keyboard, no and I me. may have... What'd you say? I said that's a no for me. Nope for me, for sure. My hands tremble over the keyboard, and I may have a concussion, so please forgive any typos or brevity of my update. It is the morning after my typical... Um a typical kind hearted girlfriend body was possessed in sleep by some malice entity. I've been distant this morning, so she knows something is amiss. But obviously still reeling the experience. I can't tell her yet. She has <clears throat> I can't tell her yet that she tried to rip out my throat and shit down my neck. You understand. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I do, buddy. I'm tired. Obviously, I didn't sleep last night, but I did stay up most of the night with all of the lights feverishly, cu- uh, all of the lights on feverishly cu- clutching my water bottle in the living room. What is up with this water bottle? <laughs> it says emotional support water bottle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we need a teacher that or a t-shirt that says that. Yes. The demonic beast inside my girlfriend managed to creep its way back into control sometime soon after I exited the room and pinned it closed with the dining room chair. Given her eye <laughs> movements and the activation delay, my theory is that the beast is allowed, allowed control during REM sleep. But what do I know? It spent most of the evening attempting to coax me back into the bedroom, this time with a pinch more emotional intelligence, calling out to me that was what was as close to my girlfriend's normal voice as it could imagine Ew it said come back to s- bed sweetie why are you sleeping on the couch again <laughs> Ew Ew so, so it's happening again Yeah <clears throat> I decide I'm not going to validate this er yeah I'm not going to validate this demon with a response but moments later the too deep voice or two deep sinister voices back. If you don't open this door, I will slit the cat's throat. No. Is he? No. Fuck. What? I forgot about the cat. What? Oh, I'm what? reading the story. <laughs> reading the story. Oh. <laughs> he says that. <clears throat> he said, Fuck. I forgot about the cat. He's still in the bedroom, probably cowering in fear, hissing in the corner to no avail. My guess is that the cat is already dead, though. But what can I do? Let our beloved kitty be eaten alive by someone he trusts? I've seen enough horror movies to know that this is the moment I have decided to do something dumb and heroic or die on screen while everyone yells about how much of an idiot I am for opening the door. Yep. I may have a little more sympathy for these characters now. People tr- uh, thrust into impossible situations are forced to make impossible choices. Against my better judgment, I'm going to open the door, get the cat out of the room. I'm starting I'm staring at the bedroom door now and notice something damp and mus- muscly poking and prodding its way from the under the door, under the door. Under the door, Doy. <laughs> do-y. <laughs> I point my, this is gross, just FYI. Okay. I point my phone's flashlight at it and realize it's my girlfriend's tongue. (gasps) I catch myself experiencing an intrusive thought, wondering if she will want to know why her mouth is full of cat hair tomorrow. Wait, what was she doing? So she was, I guess, laying down and, like, the door was closed, Mm -hmm. and she was sticking her tongue underneath the door, outside of the door. Ew. But this is yeah, this is perfect. I need to test out my new technique, a spray bottle full of sink water. Dude, <laughs> this man is smart. <laughs> <laughs> I spray the tongue as it is inch inchworms itself around the edge of the door, presumably looking for for purchase on my human flesh. It immediately recoils and I hear the body inside collapse. Water is still a demon possessing possession off switch. <laughs> I decide. And immediately tear the chair away from the holding from holding the door locked. Wow, I fucked up that sentence really bad. Yeah you did. Should I restart it? Yeah. <laughs> so water is still a demon possession off switch, I decide. And immediately tear the chair away from holding the door locked. I don't even have time to think about whether I have holy water on tap. I need to act fast. Attempting to open the door now, my significant uh, other's unconscious body is blocking me from entering. It requires quite a bit of force to slide her ragdoll body behind the door so I can squeeze through. Trying to not look too closely at her, I realize now that she is sweating a black oily substance and the bed and floor are totally drenched. I realize the reason it is so difficult to open. I, re- I realize the reason it was so difficult to open the door, the demon sweat is sticky. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it's like fucking uh what's her face? Well, uh, what's that movie we literally just watched? Oh uh Jennifer's Body? Yeah. It's like when she throws up. <laughs> Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> she may be stuck to the ground, question mark. Carefully avoiding stepping in the in in the demon super glue. I'm now inside the bedroom. To my dismay, I don't need I don't see the cat right away. It makes sense, frightening as hell, it must have crawled and hid under the bed. Yikes. I've got to persuade it out from under there, but that will mean I need to get down on my belly and reach under the bed. Yeah, try to persuade a cat from getting out of the bed. Out of, out of the bed. <laughs> not going to work. <laughs> so, even if, like, in a normal day and there's not a demon in your room. <laughs> yeah, I know. <clears throat> Realizing the absurd absurdity of my situation, I have one hand pointing a spray bottle at my dead-asleep girlfriend and one hand reaching into the bed trying to grab my cat. My eyes trained on my <laughs> girlfriend, I reach blindly under the dark bed. I can feel it's soft fur. I wrap my hand around it in attempt to bring it toward me. It wiggles free from my grasp with with evidently zero intention of making this easy. Come on, Kissy. Every time I talk about cats, my cat looks at me. (laughs) It's funny. As she's sitting so cutely. Hello, Kissy. Okay, where was I? It crawls deeper under the bed. Frustrated, I take my eyes off my girlfriend to look where it went. No sign of it. I make the call to put the spray bottle down and point my phone flashlight under the bed. It's too deep under there for me to get, for me to get it from this side. I'm going to need to go around to the other side to capture it. Pulling my head back out from underneath the bed, I realize my fatal fear. My girlfriend has woken up. She is standing over me, a dark tower, as I lay vulnerably on the ground beside the bed. Mm. Her teeth look sharper from this angle and my phone's flashlight. Why didn't I turn on the bedroom light? Question mark. She is drooling (laughs) that black, oily... (laughs) Right? Wait, what? I said, go turn it on. You're saying, go turn it on to me or to the person? Oh, I can't... The story is like, it sounds like you're talking, like when you restart the story again. Sounds like you're like oh, talking sorry. to me. Sorry. No. He says her teeth look sharper Wait. from. Wait, what? This what? whole time, my feet have been sitting in an ant pile. <gasps> oh no. Yeah. Do you have any ant bites? No. That's good. So, I said her teeth look sharper from this angle and my phone's flashlight. Why didn't I turn on the bedroom light, I asked. She is drooling that black oily glue. Her hair, normally a gorgeous brown, is so glossed with black paste that it slicks itself to her head like she's got out of the shower. Her eyes are menacing, wide open, bloodshot, and yellow. She looks tired. I'm tired, too, but it's time to go. The cat, heroics. Can wait. Just as I'm about to scuttle an adrenaline filled crawl around her legs and out the open door, she grabs both my ankles with both of her arms. I remember her typical gentle touch is nowhere to be found in this grip as her nails dig shallow wounds into my legs. With inhuman, inhumane, inhuman. Strength. she begins raising my entire body weight by my legs, plainly in an attempt to start eating me alive from my toes up. Little did she know, I've never skipped a leg day in my life. (laughs) I kicked my girlfriend square in her teeth with both feet. She dropped me on my head, but I can't feel it. While she is stunned, I manage to get to my feet, carefully avoiding the pre- your nature spider web paste and exit the room. What the I I just can't read today. (laughs) Hands shaking, I adjust the chair to the correct angle just in time to hear agitated knocking on the other side. Baby, come back to bed. It's late. You're going to be so tired at work tomorrow. All of that, and I didn't even get the damn cat out, and my spray bottle's still in there. What the hell am I doing now? So, here's what I know. And this is a list he's created himself. Mm-hmm. One. The possession ends when she wakes up. Did any of that really happen? Two. She has no recollect recollection of the previous night. Three. Water disables but only momentarily two to three minutes, maybe? Question mark. Four. The black ooze she dr- drools and sweats while possessed evaporates. The bed and floor were wet this morning from the water I sprayed. The rest had it all disappeared by the time I checked. Five. The cat is fine. Six. I need help. <laughs> Wait, oh. all. <clears throat> Are you liking the story so far? No. That's weird. Is that scary? Yeah, it is weird. So she's taking... Okay, so I'm starting the story again. Does that help? Yeah. <laughs> she's taking calls in the other room. I'm doing my best to focus on my own work, but my mind drifts apart from my laptop screen. I can't focus. Agreeing to myself that I won't get anything worthwhile done today, I give up and start thinking about my next steps. I need an exorcist. I'm not the kind to call an exorcist. I'm the kind of guy that scoffs at the idea they are all scams. You can't have experience in something that doesn't exist. Clearly, I'm not the religious type, but I'm but I'll table my reservations for now. I'm going to... Sorry, I had a sniff. It's okay. I'm not going to... (laughs) I'm not going to go through all of that again on my own. Feeling totally out of my element, but unwilling to call a church, I found an exorcist on Craigslist. Oh my gosh. Dun-dun-dun! Probably not the best thing to do. No. Price is no object. Let's get the thing out of my girlfriend. He says he'll come over tonight. He messaged me and says it is the utmost importance that my girlfriend's waking body does not find out that we are going to do or what we're going to do. If she does find out and is not able to fall asleep, no refunds. How much more could I expect from a Craigslist exorcist? I'm certainly not thrilled with the idea of a stranger knowing my address, but I'm not backing out now. As you can imagine, this is the slowest slog of a day I've ever experienced in my life. I'm anxious. I feel physically sick. I jump at everything my girlfriend says. I can't look at her eyes without imagining that eerie yellow ting between them. Tinge between behind them. What the fuck? I messed that up. Ew. Around lunchtime, I hear her humming happily in the kitchen. She really has no idea, does she? A profound sense of certain death washes over me as I watch her wield a knife to cut vegetables. Finally, the workday is over. My acting this evening was on par with an Oscar winner. Remembering that, what the exorcist told me and failing to come up with, my, with an excuse. I got into bed with her. I made sure to place the cat in a comfortable spot in the living room. We're reading side by side when she leans over, kisses me goodnight. My eyes open and I turn Out her bedside table light I'm going to keep mine on for now thank you (laughs) my body tenses with desire to bolt we begin to spoon she cannot learn that something is wrong just a little longer I figure I'm straight yeah you're straight but I figure I'm safe as long as I exit before she's asleep she raised her head and asked why is your heart beating so fast Thinking quickly, just freaking out about my book is all. Maybe reading horror before bed isn't the best decision. Thankfully, she laughs at my obsession for the... Macabre? I have no idea. M-A-C-A-B-R-E. I have no idea. (laughs) Oh well, we'll skip that sentence. (laughs) I count down from three minutes. That's 180 Mississippis. She must have been close to sleep because she didn't protest when I, when I got up. I install the chair as my lock and wait. Where are you, pumpkin? Can't you sleep? It is so cl- close to my girlfriend's voice, I'm certain I made the whole thing up. I play it safe and decide not to respond. <laughs> Again, it's cold without you, baby. Come back to bed. I'm sure it's cold as hell where this thing is from. I'm not opening the door. There's something coming up the driveway, or someone coming up the driveway. It's late. Don't let them in. I stand up to answer the front door. Outside in the dim front door light is a tall man clad in traditional priest garb. He looks like Ethan Hawke from the movie First Reformed, but clearly with a body covered in tattoos, as evidenced by the ink skin poking out from beneath his cuffs. Pretty much exactly what you would expect from a Craiglist exorcist. (laughs) (laughs) There's not much time to introduce ourselves as we hear an alarm scrape from the bedroom. i take this moment to read the priest's face and check if he actually has experience with this. He seems to at least be brave, his face giving no indication that he is wearing a costume for Quick Buck. Outside of the bedroom door, in hushed tones, he begins to explain what's going on or what he's going to do brandish brandishing a bible and a small jar of holy water i decide not to explain the seek water works fine (laughs) (laughs) we're about to open the door hands on the chair i hear scraping again it's time or this time i realized the sound was never coming from the bedroom it's coming it came from the living room to my left i hear the stranger breathing out softly the cat the cat has been watching us the whole time, its normal green eyes now bloodshot and yellow, no pupils in sight. Oh my God, Poking out from around the corner, black paste drooling from its agape mouth, leaving a snail trail of fluid behind it as it stalks out in the open. It attempts to hiss while making eye contact with the priest, but all that comes out is a bubble gargle as more fluid leaks into the hardwood. Are the cat's legs longer than usual? It looks like it has grown five inches in height, typically sitting around ankle level, but right now he can stand as high as my knees. What the fuck? Ew. (laughs) I curse quietly to myself, but how could I have been so stupid? Of course the cat manages to get itself possessed. It spent the whole night in the bedroom, presumably mopping up the vicious black oil, wet food with its mouth. New plan cat burst i shit you not the cat fucking talks its mouth doesn't move from its total agape resting position but the voice comes out of its mouth it's the same too deep nightmare voice i'm all familiar with i told you not to let him in ew what the fuck just then my girlfriend decides she needs attention again a constant raping of knuckles on the door let me out let me out let me out! That was awesome. (laughs) Trying to figure out the situation in my mind when I realized that the moment I took my eyes off the cat, it has rocket itself forward, climbing the priest's tall body, wrapping its two long legs around its neck, and constricting him like a snake. It maintains dull eye contact with me as I look in horror. The priest drops the Bible and holy water on the ground, attempting to tear the cat's occupus. Octopus leg-like around from his neck. He succeeds momentarily and cites what I assume is a Bible verse. The cat puts a stop to this with a quick navigation of its tail deep down the priest's throat. Coughing and hysterically he can't man- manage to escape its impossible grip. Claws digging the blood fissure, bloody fissures fissures into his neck. My turn, as I grab the holy water from the ground and grapple with the cat's jaw, pouring the contact contents of the jar into its slime-obstructed throat. Immediately, the cat falls to the ground like a corpse, legs splayed in every direction it lays on the ground, defeated for now. This is a long-ass story. What the fuck? It really is. Okay. Once the cat is safely inside, it travel carrier, the priest, and I share a grim look. I ask him if he's ever dealt with this kind of thing before. Rubbing his neck, he says, of course, a thousand times. Takes a great deal of conviction for me to not physically roll my eyes. Glad to have you around then. Friend seek blind escape from air holes in the side of my travel carrier. I explained to the priest not to swallow any of the black liquid. I think there may not be much hope for him now that my cat's tail has penetrated deep into his throat. But we can discuss that later. My train of thought is interrupted by the sobbing harassment of my girlfriend's possess of a girlfriend possessed in the bedroom. You don't love me. You never love me. The doorknob mo- door shakes with dreadful force, tremors ringing through the hallway. Fingers emerge at the bottom of the door, vicious oil dripping from under uh, splotched fingernails. Open this door, or I will kill this girl. Stop, Kissy. Stop it. Stop it! Stop! What's she doing? Fucking with my bed. The fingers vanish. A pause. Breaking glass from inside the room. Is it planning to jump out of the window? Surely it's bluffing. We're on the third floor. Like a parasitic creature, it wouldn't, it wouldn't gravely harm its precious host, or it wouldn't gravely harm its precious precious host. There is a renewed sense of urgency at this at this threat, but I am at a loss. He poured holy water down the cat's throat, but its body has already turned into a abomination I can only describe as the alien from the thing. I wonder to myself if one of these squirmy legs is going to detach, sprouting a blinking eyeball, and hide in the vent. I feel helpless. So he's thinking the cat's gonna, like, separate and go all over his house, I guess. Ew. <laughs> yeah, I can't stay up all night misting my, misting my girlfriend like she is a damn pet chameleon for the rest of my life. Still out of the b- breath from being choked by my cat, the priests manage to to wheeze. We need to open the door. What will we, we do? Water stops her, but only for a minute. It's too dangerous to perform the the rites while she's in this form. We'll get her in the shower and then restrain her. This is a good idea. Why didn't I think of that? Feeling a touch more brave as a priest increasingly proves himself as an asset, I begin to remove the chair. Thank you, baby. Why did you lock me in there? I have been so scared. My subconscious will forever be unwilling to separate the pleas of a demonic beast from the genuine pleas of a loving girlfriend. I hesitate, but the effort managed to shrug off this false appeal for normalcy. Chair in hand, I take a step back from the door. For a single beat, there's silence. Silence. The latch clicks. She is opening the door. Shining black, slickening hair emerges, covering her face in, in totality through the crack in the door. She seemed to have gained several inches in height, and her full form comes into view. Then a single r- ringed eye. Her yellow eye reveals itself through her long hair. I search in that eye for some sign that she is still there, somewhere, anywhere. She is welding a broken shard of glass and holding it to her own wrist. There's no time for protest before the priest has already sprayed her down. Her frenzied dodge is thwarted as a second jet of water dampens the pajamas my mother bought her for Christmas. I will forever get the powerlessness I felt in the next few moments. With only a few seconds left of control, the demon cuts my girlfriend's hand cruelly at the wrist with a shard of glass. That not being enough, she gnaws the rest of off with her mouth. Completely dismembering, her hand splashes to the ground in a grotesque, mur- murky blood, or a puddle of blood and oil. What the fuck? Ew. The demon chewed off its own arm. Ew, I witness a transformation of the human body before me. Her body shakes globally and iraks on the ground as her skin regains its color. I remember a classmate from school who had a seizure and that we needed to protect her head. But I am incapacitated. The priest doesn't take time to emotionally reckon the fact that my girlfriend just lost her hand. He scoops her up, rushes her to the shower, and turns on the water. A mixture of shell shock and a concussion, question mark, leave me standing idle while I stare in slow motion from the severed fist to the shower back to the bedroom. The beast has been proficiently turning our bedroom into some kind of nest. The wall, the windows, and the ceiling are painted in black as night paste with the consistency of spoiled milk. Ew, what the <laughs> fuck? Dripping from the ceiling fan onto the bed, our furniture is unrecognizable in the spiderwebs of fluid coating the room. The priest is washing his hands in the bathroom sink. He comes and stands before me, shaking me at the shoulders, evidently having been demanding things of me now for the last few seconds. Anybody home? Question mark. We need to act. I need your help now. I come back to reality. The priest now gritting his teeth and. Manic at the seemingly inability to cope with the fact that life will never go back to normal. Do you have any rope? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I feel like I need to change his, like, accent so we know. Do you have any rope or handcuffs, anything to restrain her will? I have (laughs) some bungee cords down in my car. I'll get them. I sprint to the stairs and bellow down them three at a time. Grabbing the keys off the hook, I run to the car, locate the bungee cords in the trunk, and rush back upstairs. The priest has torn apart our medical cabinet looking to apply first aid to my girlfriend's arm, and it's applying pressure as I approach. Frantically I tie a single bungee cord as a makeshift turn uh, bleh, bungee cord as a makeshift tourniquet to slow the bleeding. We carry her lifeless body to the bed and restrain her to the frame, both legs and one arm. Her head hangs limp. I wonder how long it'll be before she turns back into that monster. But then she wakes up, looking at me, total, totally disoriented, then cries de- desperately as the pain sets in. It's okay, baby. It's okay. I know it's bad. Believe me, working on it. There's a lump in my throat as I sit down on the bed, repeatedly kissing her forehead and attempting to massage the impossible. She is in so much pain. I almost want the monster to take back control so that she can't feel it anymore. Mercifully, she faints, still eyes Eyes still open. I point her chin up towards me and watch as the hollowness returns from brown to yellow. Her pupils go opaque and their decency descent into madness once again tears and blood still on her face she smiles it is over you have failed amen that too familiar deep voice reverberates through a sinister grin how is this winning in the eyes of this creature it is restrained more than ever before it knows something we don't something moves in a in my peripheral it is my girlfriend's severed hands fingers padding across the floor like a spider a trail of sludge fuzz- follows it as it reaches its destination the spray bottle back to the spray bottle guys <laughs> <laughs> it senses that we have seen it its form turning to look at us with nobility to see the hand leaps tackling the spray bottle and tumbling towards our- or tumbling awkwardly down the stairs i am speechless we have to go after it. We can't let it get outside of the house. Violently thrashing from the bedroom, the priest. The nuts are holding. You go after the hand. I will perform the rites. Was that good? <laughs> oh <my> god. No. <laughs> <laughs> Running down the stairs, I hear the distant murmuring of the rituals. Lord above. Redeemer of the world. have mercy on us. I fucked that up really bad. Yeah, you did. It's just a hand. I couldn't have gone far. It could have let the cat out. It could be worse. It could be worse. I turn on the lights as I go. It's on the first floor. I tiptoe over black slime, extra cautious, cautious so as to not get any on me. A hand could be anywhere. In between the couch cushions inside the laundry machines, it could already be outside. I have it cornered. It's behind the refrigerator. I act like I haven't noticed the trail of slime leaning right there and walk as casually as possible to the cabinets to fill a glass of water. My weapon is at the at the ready, meaning the glass of water is his weapon. Yes. I walk to the side of the refrigerator and peek behind it. Nothing. Suddenly, a pronged silhouette covers the kitchen light, pouncing like an insect. The hands leap from the top of the refrigerator, the perfect height to my to lay in fright on my face. The hand, still wearing my girlfriend's class ring, attaches to my head, pulling my hair until I, it clinches a vice grip with a thumb behind the top layer of my teeth, pressing a pointer finger and ring finger into each eye socket. Ow! I drop my, my glasses on the ground. It takes both hands to remove the hand from my face and throw it as hard as I can against the wall. My vision's blurred. I pick my girlfriend's disoriented hand up from the ground and run water over it in the sink. Ew. Imagine having to like hold a hand under a sink. (laughs) Like a dismembered hand. It reminds me of that one episode on Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I just remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Um, I pick my girlfriend's disoriented hand up from the ground and run water over it. I splash water in my face and wash out my mouth as best as I can. Hurried, I fill a cooler with ice and water and throw the hand inside. I run back upstairs, hoping, maybe, praying that the priest did his job. It is silent, except for the demonic mules of the cat in the other room. The priest is hulking over my girlfriend, muttering something under his breath as he cradles the Bible in one hand, and his fingers point in the direction of the other. Noticing me, he hurried, hurried, hurriedly shuts the Bible. But seeing one of the pages, I note that is fact not a Bible inside at all. Inside are what I can only imagine demonic scrawls and symbols would look like. But the priest has done his job. He says the demon has left her. Carefully placing my girlfriend in the back seat, I yell to the priest, "I'll pay him when we get back." Putting on my seatbelt. I look out the window and note a tattoo on his arm, similar similar to a symbol I saw in the false Bible. Driving to the hospital like a husband would if his li- wife had gone into labor, I wonder if he can surgically reattach a hand like a finger. Then I wonder if the hand even should be reattached. Do I need to ask the priest to reform pious rituals just to just a hand? Question mark. And that's the end of it. Oh my God. There's no like update <laughs> no that's it what was this a real story i found it on freaking reddit <laughs> oh so probably not probably not but still what the fuck wizardly waverly place hand walking around <laughs> and up in here that's what, literally what i imagined yeah so so silly did you get scared I made you go outside, didn't I? Well, I'm chilling out here now. (laughs) All right, well, it's your turn. Okay. Mine's really short, and I don't even know if we're going to keep this in because there's cars outside. (laughs) Well, go inside to tell your story. Ugh. No, I'll just stay outside. Oh my god, I don't know. I got mine off of a website called StoryBlend. So yeah, actually I'll go inside. Let's hear it. Okay, mine is called This Little Old Lady Had a Deadly Secret. Ooh. By Will Jameson Euchre. 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 Okay. <laughs> I had cared for an elderly woman with no family who came to us when her husband died. She she didn't often speak, but when she did, it was usually bad. Oh my god. <laughs> Why can't we read today? We can't. We suck. Okay. She didn't often speak, but when she did, it was usually just words that made no sense together. Same. I felt so bad for her because ever since... What? I said same. I do that. <laughs> same. I felt so bad for her because ever since she had arrived, so many of the residents in her area that seemed... To enjoy spending time with her had passed in a short time span. I don't know why that takes a long oh, sucks. Yeah. Keep that in mind, though. Um, okay. She put up a picture of each of them next to her pictures of her husband and several others who were probably family to remember them. I had always felt sorry for her and showed her extra attention, so we became close. Good. It just seemed so unfair that she had such luck, and kept losing people that she had cared about. Yeah, it's freaking sad. Yes. One day, she looked at me and said, plain as day, sweetie, I think I'm done now, (gasps) and handed me a picture. It was a picture of me, and I smiled because it touched my heart that I was that important to her. She passed nearly a week later, and I cried for days. It hit me really hard. Oh my god. She knew it was the end of for her hurt and she said goodbye as best as she could. Um a little less than two years later I was talking with a colleague and she came up in conversation. My colleague referred to her as that crazy witch, which seemed very out of character of her, and it shocked me and offended me deeply. I expressed this to her not so nicely, and she looked at me with the shocked look and said Oh dear, do you not know? And then explained something to me that I hadn't known. Oh my god. As it turned out, it came out sometime after it had passed that she had killed her husband by poisoning him, and that there was an investigation because it appeared that she had a ritual of befriending someone, obtaining a picture of them, and hiding the picture until she could kill them. Oh my god. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then displaying the picture as a sort of a trophy. It was suspected that this may have been the reason for the spike in mortality rate during her stay and the considerable number of photos in her collection. Quotation marks. Oh my god. The last I heard... What a sneaky little bitch! (laughs) Yeah. The last I heard, the old family photos weren't any relation to her and the police were trying to ID individuals and compare them to several cold cases. Oh my god. What? (laughs) But, yep and that is my story what the that's a good movie i know right but it's a short movie like an episode maybe no you can make that real like a long movie i guess well that's good anyways that was very good that was my story okay i'll just tell one small one just one more So, I didn't get the name of who wrote this, but whoever wrote this, I give you full credit. You did this. Yeah. You credit. You get it. You got it.
1: Whatever. Got it good.
0: So, you get it, got it good. (laughs) (laughs) When I was 13, I babysat a girl named Emma, one of the sweetest childs you could possibly think of. I was a regular babysitter for her so much so that when I couldn't babysit for a few months... She called all her other babysitters by my name. This happened after I came back to be a regular babysitter for her. It was about 10.30 at night. I had already put Emma to bed and had been channel surfing. The house had, uh, was, this person wrote so bad. I'm so sorry. But the house was sent up that from that the front half was open concept the living room dining room and kitchen were side by side and between the living room and dining room was an open doorway to the back half of the house at one end was Emma's room the other end was her parents with the bathroom connected to the parents room now while sitting on the couch i heard something run down the hall to the bedroom assuming it was just emma going to the bathroom i let be a few minutes I let be a few minutes went by and I heard the feet heading back down the hall. I turned to tell her to go back and make sure she flushes as I had heard it, but I only saw the tips of black hair had run past the door, the open doorway. Here's the problem. Emma is blonde. Ew. I quickly jump up and rush to Emma's bedroom, throwing open the door, her nightly bright enough to... Her nightlight bright enough to make her out as she sat up and looked at me, rubbing her eyes in confusion. I asked her if she had went to the bathroom. When she shook her head, I did a once-over of her room, checking under her bed, and a quick peek in her closet. Shit, I wouldn't even look in her closet. I'd be like, get the fuck out, let's go to the couch. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see anything. I just told Emma I was double-checking for Monsters. I tucked Emma back in, saying goodnight as I headed out of her room again, leaving it slightly open. I began to walk away. <clears throat> but stop when I hear Emma speak, thinking she was going to ask me th- something. I turn around, only to hear, You shouldn't have said anything. Don't scare her. I really like her. I didn't say anything to the mom about it and continued to babysit Emma until the move- they moved away. I always made an effort after to include the being, if Emma was drawing an extra spot, was set up. I seemed to make Emma happy and nothing ever startled me again. So Emma had a little friend that was not seen by older people. No, thank you. Yeah, she had a little friend with black hair soon to be a little girl. No, thank you. Yeah. Imagine, though, that would be creepy. Yeah, it would. What a good story. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening to our short episode. Uh, we enjoyed telling these spooky stories. And I also, honestly have another long one that I'd like to tell you guys because it's pretty cool. But that can be saved for we can another save day. It. Yes. Save for a better day where we are in D F E. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Just want to my visit my boyfriend and hang out with me. Um, I've been with you all summer, and this is the longest I've stayed here. It's only June. What the fuck? It's the end of June. It's June twenty third. Still not acceptable. But whatever. When's the last you have not visited me at college once, and it's my senior year? You know what? I like to be home. Okay. Do you even know where I go to school? (laughs) Yes, I do, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Thanks. All right, I guess we should end this. Oh, I left one of our flyers in a laundromat. (laughs) Did you really? (laughs) I've been leaving them, like, everywhere. Have you been leaving yours? I haven't found a place where I could leave it. Oh, really? I just leave it, like, if there's a table, I just put it on the table. (laughs) Really? <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll have to start doing that, because I don't ever know where to leave it, because mo- like, a lot of people get mad about it. Nah, you just leave, and then you walk out. Alrighty, I'll start doing that. If y'all want a flyer, hit us up. Yes. Anyways, that concludes our spooky stories. Our spooky spooky tales. We will see y'all next week. You can follow us on Instagram at Sinister Diaries. And you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Sinister Diaries. Yes, please follow my page on Sinister Diaries on Facebook because I like to post a lot there because, yeah, I like Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea how to work Facebook. Jordan's a grandma. I don't have yeah i'm a grandma i don't have any idea how to work twitter so he can do all that um i've been trying to work twitter but it won't let me oh well we'll figure it out you can follow us on spotify or apple Podcasts. please please review us on apple Podcasts because we want to know what you think thank you guys for listening come back for our next episode uh we hope to have it out soon and we love you love you bye bye craig we